What's up, you lovely lurkers? I'm Willie. He's Scott. And welcome to the show. Today, this first Saturday episode, we're going to talk about the Oscars. We're going to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. And if you like our voices, you can find our faces on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, or getting your bracket busted as the 16 beats a one seed and you lose all your money and you can't go <laughs> home because, well, you don't have a home anymore. Let's lurk! <laughs> Willie, this Oscar season was, yeah. I, I would say unlike any other, but actually they went back to the old format, so it was like all the other ones prior to last year. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm looking at a, a view of a lot of the winners. When you say go back to what they once were, do you last mean year, because like every white person won yeah, except for like one or two? Yeah, I mean, okay, aside from that, uh, although I do have something to bring up that was really... Okay. Like NPR tweeted this weird phrase, and we'll talk about it anyway. <laughs> but I think last year there were like no hosts. We're just gonna have people come up and um, introduce the categories, and we're just gonna we're we're gonna see how that goes in hopes that it gets people interested. And they kicked out like eight categories. They just did not have them in the show in the broadcast show. Nobody they, liked that. They, they gave out the awards, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it was like done before they went live on television. So this year they went back to a host, Jimmy Kimmel, and they included all those categories back in. I did not watch the Oscars because <laughs> it's an industry show, as uh, people have said. It's for industry insiders. Mm-hmm. I kind of only watch the acceptance speeches when they're good because that's really all I care about. I don't even care who wins, to be honest. Good for you. You have a trophy. <laughs> uh, awesome. Did you care to partake at all? We we don't we don't have the ability to watch network television. It's We're too young for that. That doesn't exist. Internet. It was on the internet. I probably I think tw- <laughs> of all places, Twitter allowed you to watch it live. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was it was kind of nice because that's where I followed. But no, it. I. I didn't care. Oh, Wait, okay. here's here's what we've discovered, <laughs> you and I, is that apps like Vine and TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, they can feed you a nugget of something of a much larger narrative, and that's all you needed from that whole thing mm-hmm. was just that little moment. And the Oscars is no different. You can put all these wealthy people in a room and let them talk about uh, their amazing accomplishments because in many ways they are. Even if you take out some of the biases that might be there, it doesn't mean that these people aren't talented. But I don't, I don't care to watch best original score. I used best to. production design. It's best cool. adapted screenplay. That is for really inside writers. <laughs> I just want to hear from the people that maybe uh, surprised and delighted us. And there are three people this year that deserve tons of kudos at least as far as acting goes yeah and and there were some upsets too some unexpected mm-hmm. wins that's the fourth yeah that's the fourth yeah but let's talk about the the whale in the room and not mm. brendan Fraser. when i say whale i mean this person or this this show 
literally took almost a full sweep of all the major categories. And that was everything, everywhere, all at once. Brief history on this. I just watched this movie the day before the Oscars. Willie, you saw it in theaters? Uh, Yes, yep. Can you tell me, you did tell me, but can you just regale me of your experience going to see it for the first time? There was an absurd amount of hype going into that movie. It it rivaled in many ways the initial response to please go see Avatar 1. Remember how that was just everywhere? Like, everybody's got to see this. It's this transformational experience. The difference was, was that 50% of that audience left and was like, eh. <laughs> the other 50% was me. And this movie, on the other hand, I left and like... I was in emotional turmoil. We're going to spoil the movie. If you haven't seen it, it's been out for almost two years now. But just seeing two rocks on screen (laughs) almost brought me to tears. And I'm like, come on. How was a movie this good? So, spoiler alerts, as we've talked about. When you saw this movie and you told me, like, Scott, you have to go see this movie. Like, it is a must-see movie. You will cry like you have no idea how good this show is. One of the best movies I have ever seen in my entire life. I would put it up there and you rank like the top things you've ever seen. And it was like number three. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, everybody is so hyped about this. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it as much as everybody was. Because when the hype train is that hard, it's either, I, I don't know, like the marketing behind it or... Sometimes you're just not into that kind of genre. And nobody would tell me what it was. They're like, it's a spoiler if I tell you anything. You just have to see it. Anything. Like, I, if I if I told you Hot Dog Fingers, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense. But then you watch the movie and you're like, it totally makes sense. So I'm glad nobody told me what it was. I'm glad until the day before the Oscars, I knew nothing other than it was a multiverse movie because Jamie Lee Curtis Mm -hmm. said our multiverse movie came out before Marvel's multiverse movie. And so that's the only thing I knew. It was kind of a spoiler, but I was just ready for anything going into it. And let me tell you, like it did nothing to ruin the experience. Like I was enthralled from the beginning to the, the final scene. My partner and I, we sat down, we were like, okay, this is getting a lot of hype for it's winning all these like lower, smaller awards. Oscars are coming up. She's like, I really want to watch it. Can we just watch it for dinner? I'm like, okay, fine. It's two hours, <laughs> whatever. Like, all right. She like gets out her phone and is like texting somebody as the movie's starting up. And I hit the space bar because we're watching it on a computer, which is blasphemous. I know. I'm sorry. And I go, hold up. I'm buying you. I'm buying you a TV for your wedding. <laughs> It's not on your list. It's not even there. I heard that's faux pas. I'm just doing it. 75 inches or bigger, please. So. <laughs> I'm fine. I go, hang on, hang on, hang on. This movie has a lot of things potentially going on. You're going to need to put the phone down because one thing we're not going to do is have a conversation about this movie during the movie. <laughs> like, that's just not me. I need to focus on what's going on so I can pick it apart to see if it's worth everybody's praise. The the first opening sequences where you're just kind of watching this Asian family 
try to run a business. Things are kind of hectic. It looks like life, right? Yeah. But in the background, things are kind of like a little off. And it invites you, the camera invites you to just kind of focus on not what's going in the foreground, but really, did did I just see the dad do a, a like forward catapult somersault over one of the washing machines on the security feed? <laughs> is, is that okay? All right. I knew this movie is going to be weird, but whatever. And then, yes, from everything from when they first go and experience the first multiverse event and you're yep. like uh is this is this the movie is this what it's gonna be there's a part one there's a part two there's a part three there's so much flashing imagery i thought i was gonna have a stroke you're like <laughs> <laughs> they did not warn you before that flashing images were gonna happen like this they have to do that in video games there was no warning on this <laughs> they're like people are gonna die when yeah, they watch this and it's gonna much. be iconic but the subtext is you know take everything out multiverse style for anybody who did not get this movie because there was too much weird stuff going on i don't know you missed it you, you missed mi- it you missed hard. the reason you missed it so hard. This is an A24 film, so you know it's either going to scare the bejesus out of you or it's just going to be weird. It's going to make you feel. Mm-hmm. The subtext of the uh, the family dynamic and is, is something we can all relate to. The Asian family dynamic, we probably have not had a lot of experience with <laughs> uh, no. just growing up in our white suburban lives, but we've read stories. We've heard stories. We've watched stories. And like the father and the mom, the mom and the husband, the mom and the daughter. Mm-hmm. It's literally the thing that made me want to have a better relationship with everyone in my life. <laughs> yeah, you get out you get out of a film like that and immediately want to call your parents. And I loved how it was set up as like the daughter is the bad guy right away. And you think that Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh, she's ruining everything. She's destroying all these universes. We don't know how to stop her. And then the mom realizes like, Oh no, I'm the bad guy. I haven't, I'm the reason she's doing all this. And it's because I guess I didn't think I had a good enough life. And, And that right there, that right there is what made me cry. The most. (laughs) The fact that she thought she was living a meaningless life. She had all these expectations that weren't met, but she never really took the time until all these events started happening to see that what she had was truly beautiful. You know, not everybody gets a family. The line in the movie, I'm I'm just ranting right now, but (laughs) the line in the movie where she's the movie star and she meets up with her husband who they didn't get married and he says yeah for what it's worth like i really would have enjoyed running like a failing laundromat with you and just doing laundry every day and then he walks away like oh gut wrenching i left the theater and immediately thought to myself i have these goals and these aspirations and ultimately is that going to be the thing that brings me satisfaction in my life? Or is it going to be the little things 
the relationships with the people I hold close that when I look back, I'm going to be like, that's it right there. It's not, it's not this bank account that has more money than I can think of. No, it's, it's these relationships. And Mm -hmm. this movie didn't shy away from one telling the audience. That's a hard thing to do to just straight up tell the audience. No main character you're the failure in every single way. The reason this works is because you have failed time and time and time again. Or you think you failed. Mm. You think you're failing because you're not a major league sports star. You right. think you're a failure because you're not up there like Kihei Kwan winning an Oscar. But in reality, you are everything to your your child. You yeah. are the movie star. You are the rock star to that person. And to ignore that is what's really destroying you. I love this movie. Uh, the fact that we, we have Michelle Yeoh winning Best Actress first ever in Academy Award history, winning uh, an Asian person winning Best Actress. Phenomenal. Kihi Kwan. Huh? Oh, uh, that's that's that controversy I was talking about at the beginning of the show. She's the controversy? The the Michelle Yeoh thing, so... I have a different controversy. Okay. Cause, so hold on. All right. We'll, we'll okay. talk about... But okay. Kihi Kwan deserves every bit of praise mm-hmm. he's getting for yes. Best Supporting Actor. I hope, beyond hope, that he shows up in the next Indiana Jones film because there's a clip of him talking about meeting Harrison Ford for the first time in 30-some years. Want to say hi, and I'm like thinking, would I want to say hi? Of course I want to say hi. I haven't seen the man in 38 years. And when I walked out, he was like, you know, 10 feet away. My heart was pounding. I was so nervous. And the entire time I'm thinking, is he going to recognize me? Because the last time he saw me, I was a little kid. So when I approached him, he turned to me, and, and he has that, you know, that famous grumpy Harrison Ford look on his face. Yeah. And he lifts up his finger and he points at me. And he looks, stares at me like this. And I go, oh no, he's thinking I'm a fan and he's gonna tell me to stay away. But instead he's, he, he looks at me and says, are you short round? <laughs> and I was immediately transported back to 1984 when I was a little kid where I looked up to him and I said, yes, Indy. <laughs> and he says, come here. And so like I'm pumped. I just I like I want this to be a thing. It's the only redeeming factor for that movie. Um those two deserve everything. I want to talk about Jamie Lee Curtis in a second, but I want to hear what mm-hmm. you have to say. Uh so NPR tweeted that Michelle Yeoh is the first Asian identifying person to win best actress. And is the that- grimace the grimace on your face isn't just reserved for McDonald's. Uh, it okay. is. It is what everybody else was kind of thinking. What? What do you mean Asian identifying? Well, as it turns out, somebody who uh, was of Asian descent technically did win Best Supporting Actress, but it was so long ago that they chose not to identify with their. They they looked, I guess white enough okay okay to uh 
to just say like, hey, uh, I, I'm all white and that's all right. You know, don't ban me from uh, these movies because you or hate the bathroom. people. Yeah, it was a different time. <laughs> I, I've had plenty of debates about this. So I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but like that does feel like a different time. And if you're going to acknowledge that you then need to, yeah. at least the Academy needs to come out and say, so, Hey, Michelle Yeoh is the most modern Asian actress to win this award. Twitter later added some context uh, saying the tweet is factually correct, but missing context to explain the wording. Merle Oberon was the first Asian woman nominated for the Academy Award for Best Actress. She hid her heritage to avoid discrimination. Michelle Yeoh, however, is open about her Asian heritage. Oh, wait, actually, no, she didn't win. The late actress says she did not win. So, yeah, Michelle Yeoh is the first. Listen up here, NPR, you (laughs) woke fucks. Give it a rest, all right? You'll be hearing from us on Fox News. Can't finish that sentence. Uh, speaking of bigotry, let's talk about Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't want to just bundle her into bigotry. That is a clickbait title if I ever heard one. Yes. She won Best Supporting Actress for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And just to reflect for a second on her role, she had to play a woman... Falling in love with Michelle Yeoh with hot dog fingers. She Mm -hmm. had to play a bad, uh, like a super powerful bad person. She had to play just like a run of the mill, like angry, like tax financial advisor, tax accountant. How she performed in this movie, I thought was amazing. Well deserving of best supporting actress. But Hmm. I fully understand Hmm. the anger and the frustration with Angela Bassett, who played the the queen in Wakanda Forever, the frustration around her not winning. Because if you've seen that movie, oh boy, is it powerful. She is the only, in my opinion, redeeming factor of that film. Well, I, I have a quick question for you about okay. this whole thing. What about the daughter? <laughs> in Everything Everywhere All at Once? Yeah, she was also nominated. So you're telling me <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Thanks so much really for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were up for the same award, Willie, and I don't know. Maybe it's because you watched it so long ago and I just watched it the other day, but if I had to pick, and I'm not even qualified, I would say that the daughter should have won. Hands down, over <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. You think and, so, huh? And over Angela Bassett. Yeah. Not to say that Angela okay. Bassett wasn't great, but if we're looking at, you know, kind of like that burger challenge we did, we just put it into like four little metrics. The daughter was in everything, everywhere, all at once for most of the movie. Angela Bassett yeah. was definitely a supporting actor in Wakanda Forever, but- I'm not going to uh, sit around here and not say her name. <sighs> uh, I can't pronounce her last name, and I feel like an idiot, but I'm it's just an idiot. Stephanie uh, Sue. Stephanie Sui? Sue. Sue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie Sue was practically the lead actor in that movie. I think that's a bigger controversy than uh, Angela Bassett not winning, from what I've read. But How would you have rated? So, in, in your opinion, mm-hmm. you would have put Stephanie first. Mm-hmm. 
And no, it do, doesn't matter. Curtis doesn't, there is no second place in the Oscars. Doesn't doesn't matter. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> <laughs> I can agree with that. Uh, I will say that I do like I have a hard time not giving Angela Bassett the win on this. I know Black Panther Wakanda Forever was not a stellar second film for the MCU in this in this franchise, but it was good. Her work, knowing that she was in the first film and played kind of just this smaller character and stepping up and becoming an icon in this film, I don't know. If anything, too, like you were talking about it at the beginning of the show, how the Oscars usually only give awards to white people. So mm, optics, yep. Jamie Lee Curtis did a great job in the film. There's there is no question there. But she's also been around a long time and hasn't won anything. So a lot of people are saying this is kind of like a legacy award. Kind of like Lord of the Rings three won the Oscar when it really should have been Lord of the Rings one. Good point. There's there's tons of actors out there that have just huge bodies of work and they'll take these films later on in their career because they, they wanna be recognized. You know, and it's not just enough, I guess, to have the box office and the checks and the thousands of adoring fans. No, you need to be validated by your peers. And that's why you see anybody who's famous in these Oscar bait movies coming out at the near the end of the year. Uh, Before we end the episode and let everybody get on with their weekend. Uh, are there any call-outs that we should talk about from the Oscars? Brandon Fraser. Brandon Fraser. <laughs> best actor. Take that, Hollywood our, Foreign Press. I'm so pumped for him. This is somebody that, from our childhood, that we grew up mm-hmm. He's seeing as somebody who is... Everything yes. that he deserves. I never would have thought George of the Jungle would be holding an Oscar statue <laughs> at the end of the day. I never thought a guy who... Made his <laughs> his early money with Paulie Shore would be up there telling me if you've ever dealt with depression, just like keep going towards the light, you know, just giving some of the toughest life lessons that he's had to go through literally and figuratively. It's so heartwarming because I can't read. I'm going to butcher this, but I just want to say this. Brendan Fraser was up against uh, Austin Butler in Elvis. I can say that just fine. Paul Mescal in After Sun, Bill Nighy in Living, and then Colin Farrell in The Banshee of in- Insurance. Insurin? It's Banshee Scottish? of Insurance. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I heard that movie's amazing. I do think, of all things, Brendan Fraser deserves the win on this. Everybody thought that Austin Butler was up for it, but he became Elvis, fuck Elvis. to win. <laughs> fuck that movie. Some people say long live the king, but... Okay. The Banshees of Ed Sheeran, I think. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what it was. Now, okay. now I want to end on Best Picture. We had a ton of nominations. And I just want to know, of these movies, what have you seen? <laughs> All Quiet on the Western Front. Nope. S- same. <laughs> Avatar The Way of Water. Nope. And I'm really seen I'm really it. sad. I feel so bad for you, Willie, that that movie is not doing as well as you thought it would do. 
I'm just. It made a billion dollars. It's going to be on. I just. I know. Shut up, Scott. (laughs) But only Uh, one. The Banshee of Insurance. Have you seen that movie? (laughs) Uh, I read it. I did not see it. Okay. Elvis won't see it. Nope. Uh, Everything everywhere all at once. Obviously, you've seen it. Mm -hmm. The Fablemans. Uh, It's something we probably should see, but I have not seen it. Okay. Tar. Nope, I was told to stay away from that at a young age. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick? That was up for best picture? In my opinion, as I read all of these films, I'm going to just list the other two because I know you haven't seen them. Triangle of Sadness and Women, women Talking. I, don't do that. Top Gun don't, Maverick, in my opinion. Don't do, don't I loved everything everywhere all at once. Willie, Scott? we've got a strong female audience. Do not... Do a little like dismissive face when you say women talking. I'm gonna put that on the socials. <laughs> it's gonna get us canceled. <laughs> don't, don't do it. I don't wanna. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. If there was an upset, in my opinion, Top Gun Maverick deserves best picture. It is that good. Okay, that'll be the next one I watch. You have to. You have to watch that movie. Those two films, mm-hmm. if I were to look back at 2022, I would say, hands down, iconic filmmaking. They are our version of, like, original animated Disney movies from the 90s. They're the best. Did you ever see the movie In Bruges? No. Okay. Then I don't watch movies I can't pronounce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know Steven Spielberg? Yes. Uh, the Fableman's movie essentially is like a love letter to himself. Oh, so it's like him growing up, how he got into the business, that kind of thing. So uh, you probably would like it if you watched it. I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot of people say it's good. Women and talking, you should probably talking. watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we need to, we need to get you up to speed, buddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you all so much for hanging out with us today. Please rate, review, wherever you lurk. Remember to be kind to one another, and we will see you next week.